You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Paxton Wright. Uh, this is half past five. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know that you usually start out with a big, bombastic, silly intro and uh, doing cartoon voices and whatnot. It's it's a, it's a wacky, wild time. Uh, and I'm back after a short hiatus. But given the circumstances of this last week, it doesn't really feel fitting to return with that usual bombastic flair. Uh, I'd love to go back to doing silly junk food entertainment, but I think it's not really too controversial a stance to say that tonight's not really the night for silly junk food entertainment, uh, nor has really any night this last week been. Uh, it'd be, frankly, disingenuous and, and invalidating to the Black Lives Matter movement and the voices of the protesters and activists on a whole uh, half past five, as you may or may not know, is generally apolitical. I, you know, I'll lightly delve into topical issues, and I've made it no secret really where I stand on this current administration and certain social issues on a whole. But I, I try to keep the conversation relatively surface level, and I try to keep the conversation typically focused on arts and entertainment and silly things of that nature. Uh, but this issue, it, it goes so far beyond politics and the politicizing of the issue by so many is uh, it's despicable it's dystopian it's it's un-american really um listen I, i'm a young upper middle class cisgendered heterosexual white male i i check off all the boxes i've got it all and to have this platform i've been so blessed to have and maintain for over a year now uh and not use it to speak on this issue it would be it would be negligent not only of my opportunity to utilize said platform but worse it'd be negligent of my many many inherent privileges the the benefits of which i can never fully be able to wrap my head around uh, compared to so many other people in america and around the world you know so many americans lives are made immensely more difficult than my own simply by way of not being able to claim any one of those descriptors i just listed and and as most of us has known, have known for more or less our entire lives, I say most of us because some people choose to remain ignorant on it, but it's it's become all the more undeniably clear in the last week since the murder of George Floyd that black men in America are forced to have been uh, uh, to have to suffer their own particular set of indignities, lack of opportunities, and outright dangerous set of circumstances for just for far too long, approximately 400 years to be exact. Yet the fact that so many Americans, from average citizens like you and I to some of the most high-powered individuals, uh, not just in the country but around the world, uh, continue to invalidate, to deny, to distract from this matter, it's it's disgraceful and it's disheartening. And The laws of our nation are enforced by a borderline militaristic organization that has experienced an ever-growing internal rot which has made the lives of marginalized individuals, in particular black men, an anxiety riddled nightmare, and yes, I am talking about the police. I, I feel comfortable saying that outright. Uh, coming from my background of privilege, I can never hope to understand this. I will more than likely never live in a nation wherein I have to live in fear of those supposedly employed to quote-unquote protect and serve. Uh, I'll never truly grasp that anxiety, no matter how hard I try and no matter how much I, I am willing and able to learn 
I'll never really, really have a tangible grasp on it. But what I can do is continue to listen and continue to use my privilege and platform as a means by which I can educate and encourage privileged individuals, not unlike myself, to be better and to try and increase the volume on those whose voices have been carefully and systemically silenced for centuries now. So, yeah, it's no secret. I stand with Black Lives Matter. I stand with the protesters. I stand with the marginalized and the disenfranchised. I also stand with the police officers who actually chose their path out of a noble desire to protect and serve Americans of all races, orientations, identities, and creeds. I know it's it's uh, uh, it's easy to get bogged down by the staggering number of horrible actors uh, within our nation's police to forget that there are good cops out there or to not believe that there are good cops out there, but I happen to know some and I know that there are good cops out there, but unfortunately those officers seem to be even farther and fewer between than I perhaps naively hoped that they might be. Uh, naturally, I condemn the staggering number of officers who view their positions as authority figures as an excuse to as an excuse to act out psychopathic and racist power fantasies. Those who willfully and eagerly kill innocent black men, those who choose to ignore the heinous murders of, of trans individuals, those who fire rubber bullets and tear gas without provocation at peaceful protesters and reporters. Uh, these deplorable individuals, they, they need to be stripped of their badges, they need to be stripped of their titles, they need to be forced to come and confront the iron fist of justice. Uh, I also condemn those not actually involved in the protests who seek to loot and to incite violence as a means of invalidating the message of the protesters. Uh, monsters like the so-called reporters at Infowars who were caught lighting a homeless man's camp on fire and attempted to blame it on protesters. Monsters like law enforcement officials who conveniently place stacks of bricks near protests in order to encourage destruction of property thus filming it, thus putting it on networks like Fox News, and thus continuing to promote this agenda of protesters being violent, ravenous rioters and giving undeserved credence to the president's labels of these people being quote-unquote thugs. And yeah, monsters like the president of the United States, whose security personnel laid siege last Monday on a gathering of peaceful protesters in Washington, D.C., simply so that he might have a pandering and disingenuous photo op in front of a church. Uh, shame on all of you. Uh, words cannot express how devoid of a soul you have to be to commit those acts or not disapprove of those acts. Hopefully... I can return to my regular antics next week. Hopefully Half Past Five can go back to being its same old goofy fun times, whatever it may be. But all I know for sure right now is that today's not the day to do silly voices and talk about movies with my friends. Uh, it's a day to mourn the actions of some of the most powerful individuals in our nation who value saving face and value the maintenance of a racist status quo over any ability to own up to their actions. It's, it's a day to mourn the protesters, reporters, and even the mere bystanders who have been arrested, assaulted, permanently injured at the hands of the police. Most importantly, it's a day to mourn the astronomically high number of black men like George Floyd and other marginalized individuals whose lives were cut tragically short by bad actors within a rotten system. I don't want this episode to be completely doom and gloom, though. Of course, you, you, you can't discuss this issue without uh, doom and gloom being a part of it because it is an issue that is inherently doomy and gloomy. Uh, but that's not what this show is about. Uh, so if these issues matter to you at all, even remotely, even an iota, if a part of you 
wants to take some form of action on this. You owe it not just to yourself, but to your fellow Americans to take action. Don't look back on this moment in history and regret not having done more. It, look, if you're capable, healthy, and willing to brave it, protesting is, of course, a great way to make your voice heard. It's arguably the best, particularly if you're white. The, the, fact, that, uh, the fact is that most police will be far less willing to assault you than they will be people of color, and you can act as a much-needed barrier between the police and those most at risk. Of course, if we, as we've seen, police are certainly more gung-ho than ever right now, a lot of them anyway, about using hostile force on... on those who have not provoked them so that is of course not a guarantee of your safety i can't stress that enough and that being said i by no means encourage you to put yourself in the way of physical harm if you're not comfortable putting yourself in that position do not feel ashamed i'm also well aware that there is a highly transmissible virus making its way around the globe right now the coronavirus has not stopped it is still ravaging the world and so if you're nervous about contracting it spreading it or especially if you're in a higher risk category or live with someone in a higher risk category like the elderly or the immunocompromised i actively encourage you to stay home for your own benefit and for the benefit of others there's also a very very high number of noble causes you can donate to uh way too many to list on this show but just a select few uh these include uh, black girls code 100 black men of america inc the Equal Justice Initiative, the, of course the ACLU and the NAACP, uh, the Black Lives Matter Bail Fund Initiative, the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And if you're on social media, you've likely seen more than one of these organizations touted by your friends. Uh, they do great work, and now more than ever, it's important that they receive our support. So if you are listening to this show in podcast form, by the way, on Apple Podcasts, uh, I will be providing the links to all these organizations and a few more in the description. So I highly encourage you to take a look and donate to whichever uh, uh, are most striking and most uh, vital to you. Um, I also understand that a lot of my listeners are students that lack disposable incomes. And donation, even just a few dollars, can be can be more than a lot of these students are willing to afford. Uh, so there are ways that you can help beyond donating and protesting, of course. You can seek volunteer opportunities with unions and nonprofits. Uh, you can call your local and state officials and demand police reform in the state and across the country now. Uh, very importantly, you can call Minneapolis and Minnesota officials and demand that the other three officers, Thomas Lane, J.A. Kung, and Tao Dao, uh, be brought to justice for their compliance in the murder of George Floyd. They are just as guilty as Officer Chauvin. Uh, make, make no mistake, they are also Floyd's murderers. Um, if you're an artist or a broadcaster like myself, you can use your platform and your skill set to promote the importance of these issues and other issues that are, that are significant to this moment and significant to you right now. Uh, also, another thing that has been driving me crazy lately, and I do need to speak on it, is don't let people shame you into thinking that posting on social media isn't helpful. For many people, perhaps yourself included, it is literally the best thing you can do right now. And your best will always, always be better than nothing. Show people that you stand in solidarity against a fascistic police force, that you stand with the disenfranchised, that these issues matter to you. Voice that however you can. Don't let people tell you that it hurt the cause. Uh, granted, if there's more you're capable of doing than, than posting that black square on Instagram, absolutely do it. But don't feel shame for having posted that black square if it is 
all you can do, or if you've done more. Posting that black square did not hurt anybody. Although don't use the hashtag Black Lives Matter or hashtag BLM on there, as people have likely pointed out. Uh, those hashtags are reserved for the actual sharing of, of useful information. So uh, use hashtag Blackout Tuesday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this uh, if, you, if you're going to post it and if you're going to use a hashtag. Also, vote in your local, statewide, national elections. That's, that's a given. I don't think need, more needs to really be said on that. Uh, it's always going to be the best way to make your voice as an American heard. Uh, listen, we're at a new chapter in a great sea change within the nation, and it can go one of two ways right now. It can go a really great way for bold progressive change uh, that creates a, a better future, or it can go in a really dystopian way, and it's really too early to tell right now. Regardless of how it turns out, don't look back on this moment with regret. Look back on this moment with pride, knowing that you did everything in your power to carve a better future for ourselves and our posterity. Now, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, etc., regarding anything discussed on today's show, please reach out to me at PaxtonWright at KUCI.org. Um, if I said something that was false or ignorant or incorrect, I please ask you to politely <laughs> correct me. I don't want to spread misinformation on this show, and I will happily correct. Please reach out. PaxtonWright at KUCI.org. That's P-A-X-T-O-N-W-R-I-G-H-T at KUCI.org. Uh, I, I guess that's going to about do it for me this week. Thanks so much, and stay safe out there, everybody.